Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, travelers. Welcome to episode four of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we are not taking you to a specific destination. Instead, we are going to give you some tips, tricks, and advice for how we travel often and how you can too. People think that you can't work if you want to travel or that you have to take a sabbatical or they think that vacations are once a year events, which they aren't, if they even take the vacation at all. However, we want to show you that traveling often is possible. We travel almost monthly, even if it's just a quick weekend getaway. So we get all kinds of crazy comments and questions about how we travel. And to be honest, I'm kind of annoyed by them because we're not rich. We all work. We make travel happen often because it's a priority to us. We make a point to do it. And that's really it. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So get out there and do it. (laughs) Kind of simplifying it a little too much, Kim. But for the most part, yeah, you just really have to get out there and make the effort to say, I'm going to do it. It's really, in a nutshell, I don't want to say that simple, but making it the priority to do it. When you make a decision and you go all in, then the universe will conspire to make it happen for you. Not to sound corny, but it's 100% true, guys. You just have to start by making a decision to do it and then follow through. I think I can speak for all of us when I say that people always ask us, do you ever work? Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't think of a time when I'm not working. So, yes, I work. I've worked since I was 16. I work at a digital marketing agency. I do PR and marketing and I do work full time, sometimes on the weekends. Yes, I also work. I've been working since I was 16 also. Um, Currently, I am a full-time registered nurse and I work for a local agency here in San Diego. I pretty much work 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, and then I do have to pick up a weekend shift once a month at least. Yeah, and for me, you know, I kind of have the luxury of having my own business. I have my own insurance brokerage firm. I am in a partnership, but my partner travels often just as well, so we kind of time our trips so we don't technically have to answer to the man to get the time you off, are the man. but <laughs> I have to answer to my clients. So really going on vacation, you know, I have to answer to them realistically. So it's not, even though I have the luxury of having my own business, I still, it's not like, Oh, I just can get up and leave whenever we have to plan it right to make it happen. Yeah. And I've been working, gosh, since I was 16 or 17 years old. And in my early twenties, I was um, working at a place in my hometown and they were very flexible with me. I was able to leave for extended and long periods of time. And I always came back and I always had my job. So that was very nice, but let's see. So now I work in an insurance carrier 
And I also have my own coaching business. So I feel like I'm constantly working, but I do take my computer with me when we travel late at night. I have my computer on my lap when I'm in bed. And I even remember sending emails with Jamal when we were in South Africa. We had to uh, sacrifice having drinks in order to work. But in then Japan we went, too, right? Yeah, Japan. Always working. Busy uh, prepping for a webinar that I brought to my audience in January. So every single evening, I was uh, working on that, but it's a pleasure to be able to do that, and I feel very lucky. The other thing I want to say that I get all the time, people think because I work in marketing that my business sends me on trips, and that's how I'm traveling so much, and that is completely untrue. I've only gone on two trips with my company for company business. One was to Seattle, one was to New York. Seattle was like a really quick trip. I just squeezed in like a rooftop bar real quick. And then New York. <laughs> Typical Kim, rooftop bars. <laughs> I can't tell you how many Love we've been them. to Kim with uh, on vacation. <laughs> Love a rooftop bar. The other one was to New York, which I was able to extend a day, but I was by myself. So that's it. The other 5 million trips I've been on were not funded by my company. So once people realize that we actually do work, the next most asked question is, what kind of PTO does your company offer? And there's a big range amongst the four of us, I'd say. Um, For example, when I first started at my company, I think they offered two weeks of paid vacation. However, I've worked there for three years now, and so I have more vacation time than that. But my company does allow me to take unpaid time off. So if I have the funds saved up, I can choose to take unpaid time off and just use that time to travel if I wanted to as well. One thing I just want to jump in on about your time off, Brittany, I mean, I know you said you had the two weeks vacation and, you know, unpaid time off, but that's not including your sick time. I hear a lot of people and I know a lot of people that actually just like, oh, I don't feel like going into work today. And they actually just call in sick and use their sick time. And I always think to myself, well, why are you doing that? Why would you not actually use your sick time in conjunction with your vacation time to actually take a trip that will more recharge you than just sitting at home doing nothing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never use my sick days ever. I would have to be on my deathbed to use my sick days. Can't you also play with your schedule so that your weekend you have to work or your holidays you can kind of So um, if I work a holiday in a 30-day period, I can take any day of my choice off. So usually if I work a holiday, so for example, I'm working I worked the fourth of July and Jamal's birthday is Friday. July 26th, I took that day off so that we could do a weekend getaway in Ventura and go to the Channel Islands. I'm so mad. I'm not going, by the way. Me too. It's a birthday we getaway. Invited. Sorry, no travel squad on that one. <laughs> I know. It's only 50% of the squad. Rude. <laughs> so I'll use my holiday days to either take a Friday or a Monday to extend the weekend so that I can get a little bit of a vacation. Yeah. I get um, 7.69 hours, but now that I've hit five years, I don't even... Very specific. <laughs> it was just... It was so easy to remember, you know, 7.69. Why wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what I get now because it's a random nine point something number. 
And for sick time, I don't know, last year at the time of this recording, we're talking in 2019, but last year, 2018, I got sick a lot. So I ended up using a lot of my sick pay, but still I had so much accumulated. So it's still there for me. When we go on vacations, a lot of times I come back in and people are like, whoa, you just got back this morning or you just got back last night at one in the morning, like, and you're here at work. That's crazy. But I would just rather not take the PTO and save it. And For the next one. Exactly. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times I would have loved to have just a day to relax after a trip. Seriously. But my PTO is telling me otherwise. Yeah. But it, just to kind of touch on that point, you know, the, another way to circle around to people asking, well, how we do it often is, yeah, it's not fun getting home early Monday morning or late Sunday night and going in the next day or morning of but we do it and we don't let that be an excuse to say, oh, well, I got to work on Monday. I, you know, this trip's just going to be too much of a time constraint and too rushed. We make that happen and troop it out. With your company being a business owner, you don't really have PTO, right? No. I, so you kind of just work it out with I, your boss. I just work it out with my partner. Or your partner. Yeah, I work it out with my partner. When he's out of the office, I'll be in. When I'm out, he'll be in. But for the most part, for me, it's really more so about what's a busy time at work. Like when do a lot of my groups have their renewals? When is open enrollment for regular health insurance for individuals? Things like that. And I dictate the longer vacations around that. But weekend vacations are we work on Friday come back on Monday. So it's not even time off from work. It's just, we do it on the weekend. Yeah. And I think Jamal and I are lucky in the sense that as long as I'm still in my nine to five until I leave, of course, uh, we're in the same industry. So my busy time is the same as Jamal's busy time. So it really, it aligns well, at least for us. Squad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My situation's a little bit different right now. I'm really blessed with the company that I have Um, But I've only been there for four months. Before that, though, I was still blessed. I had a company that had four weeks of PTO, and I used them all, every last one of them. I I don't understand those people that don't use their PTO and that, like, are forced to use it in a week of staying home doing nothing. It's crazy to me. But the company I'm at now has a flexible, unlimited PTO policy. And my first two weeks of working there, I then left to take a two-week trip to Italy. And then I took another trip to Mexico and I'm taking another trip to the Caribbean soon. And so it really is a policy they stand by. You know, I'll check in like today. It's a Sunday and I did a little work before I came over here to do the podcast, but I have it good. And I think more companies are moving in that direction. The more modern more younger startup type companies are going towards <laughs> that. Good ones. But I, you know, I want to point out too, like you said, you've only had that job now for a limited amount of time. The majority of the traveling you've done wasn't in the situation where you yeah, have the was, unlimited PTO. I had PTO. Like three or four weeks. But the point is, like, if you have it, use it. If you have a benefit that has one week or two weeks or unlimited, take full advantage of it. I think um, it's just so interesting that the policy that your company has, because I know a lot of people who don't use their PTO. So they end up having to not having to, but they can cash it out. Or when they leave, they cash it out. Um, Or people are forced to take half days because they've Mm -hmm. accumulated too much PTO. So when companies are moving in the direction that your employer is, it's crazy, because I feel like 
people aren't taking PTO. So that, although it seems like, wow, that's such a crazy benefit to have, it actually benefits the employer since most people aren't using their PTO. So yeah, it's your benefit. Use it to your benefit. Otherwise it's the company's benefit. Yeah, you deserve it. Hey squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TRAVELSQUADPODCAST at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies. Let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. And on that note, let's talk saving for travel. How do we save for travel, guys? Okay, the one tip I can give is that I save in two ways. One, I automatically have money come from my paycheck straight to my savings account. I never see it in my checking, so it's stored away. It's not intended for any purpose. It's just there. The other one is an app called Capital with a Q. Not sponsored, but I do love this app because every you can set up different rules. I have it set to do like a dollar a day or like a percentage of my paycheck. Or if I buy something, it rounds up the change. So if it's five fifty, it rounds up fifty cents. So it builds up a savings account very quickly and I'll have like a few hundred dollars in there when I want to book a trip to say Chicago on a whim, like we just did. (laughs) I have to say I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I am a budgeter. I guess Brittany and I are the mom and dad of the group, the responsible one. So yeah, I take from every, uh, every time I get a paycheck or whatnot, I'll put some money aside, but it's very little. It's more of like that spending money when we go on vacation and just things work out. So Jamal and I do put a specific amount in a travel savings account every month and we do overspend occasionally but I do try to keep it balanced so if I spend a little bit more this month then I try to spend a little bit less next month to help equal it out. 
And I think the other thing too is um, you just have to know where your priorities are. You know, if you have something that's high priority, you're going to find the money to do it. And so for us, I think travel being a priority, it just, it happens. Yeah. Well, like you're saying about the priority, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, about the money issues. And yes, we budget for it. I know you and Kim said not necessarily so, so much, but I don't think any of us have basic cable that costs $80 a month or, you know, anything like that. And so it's the little things of where you're going to prioritize. And we're not ragging on people that have cable, but we're not a Starbucks everyday type person. I am. It just like, you know, I know a lot of people always hear, save the $3, save the $5 from your morning latte. Don't spend that. But I just, the only reason I say that is because I do get that probably at least five times a week and I'm still able to live the lifestyle that I want yeah, because it's I get coffee it's all the time at work and I go out to lunch all the time at work. I, I work downtown San Diego, so I always walk somewhere and get stuff there is always a balance what's something that you guys splurge on often travel, travel. besides travel <laughs> eating out you're eating out things for your home we love to go to state your homeowners oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah your thousand dollar meal in vegas that yeah, was that was, that was one, one year splurge. wedding anniversary yeah, it's splurge. A splurge so you don't have to give up everything to travel is the point I was not expecting you to say we love going to steakhouses. That's our favorite Is place it? to go out and I eat. Didn't we know love that. steakhouses. Is it Gordon Ramsay, the one you love? We love a Gordon Ramsay steak in Las Vegas. We also love Island Prime here in, in, San Diego. in San Diego. And we also love steak in Coronado. I mean, I could keep going on and on. Okay, but... so next time Jamal's making a steak for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. I cook a mean steak. Jamal's a good cook, guys. Jamal takes care of us. Today he made a vegetarian pozole that was so good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We haven't always had a lot of money. Like I was a student for a long time being a nurse. I had a lot of prerequisites. I was in school full time. And so during that time, I drove for Lyft and Uber to get some extra cash. And As did I. For vacations. I know that. Didn't you as well? I did. Three of us here at the table did. Oh, sure. not only did I drive for Lyft and Uber, but I also um, donated plasma, which pays very handsomely. And then I've also opened an interest-free credit card and charged a vacation on it and then just kind of slowly paid it off over the year for however long the promotion was for just so that I didn't have to pay that all up front. I actually did that on the cruise that I went on. They had a, I wanted a little backpack and they had these at the table and they said you had to apply for the credit card to get the backpack. So I did, but it also came with a $200 bonus if you got approved. So I got $200 off my bill at the end of the cruise yeah that's that's amazing and i, I never used to, that credit card but i got got the 200 bucks i love to open credit cards <laughs> when they have like um 150 200 statement credit once you spend a certain amount yeah and you know touching on like Brittany was saying about when she was in nursing school she couldn't really work full-time so she drove for lyft i obviously did the same thing just as well and you know that income from lyft was specifically obviously some of it went towards normal bills but the majority of it was this is a designated travel fund so if i knew we had an upcoming trip or wanted to go on one i made a specific point to work so many hours supposedly make so much money that day and that was definitely one of the things that we did was just driving and using that income specifically for 
travel purposes. We paid for our Alaskan cruise vacation solely through Lyft. I had a side job for a while that I dedicated solely to certain expenses so that I can afford other things like travel. Um, So before we get into more tips on actual things you can do, I just wanted to say a few ways you can actually like get the trip to happen. Cause that's really the biggest part is people always talk about travel, but then they never do it or they make excuses. And so one thing, if you're with a group of friends or family and you're talking about taking a trip, be the one, be the Brittany, be the doer that books it and then sends everyone the booking and says, you owe me this amount. <laughs> well, only if you really trust the person, right? At least uh, book for yourself right. and then send other people your itinerary. Yeah, you know, we'd been talking about it a lot for New Orleans. Uh, it was not with you guys, but another trip last year. And we'd been talking about it for so long that finally I just booked the Airbnb and was like, hey, I booked it, you guys. Now get your flights. And like everyone went, and we had a great time, and that was great. Someone just needs to take the initiative. Take the initiative. Be the one that takes the initiative because everyone will thank you and they will follow. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is half of the trips I've been on are because of somebody else saying they're going and I just jump on. So if you're... Like China that like we just China, talked about. Like Cuba, like a, a tons of trips. And so if you're hearing and you're getting invited on a trip, don't make an excuse. Don't tell yourself you don't have enough money or time or you need to stay home and do laundry or you need someone to watch your dog or any of these other dumb excuses that you'll regret later. What happened to Africa, Kim? Okay. (laughs) I can only say this because Africa is my biggest regret in the world and I'll never get that trip back and I will regret it for the, until the day I die. Yeah, it was. um, So we went to (laughs) Africa last year and Kim was just not. It was a very expensive trip, like around five grand. And at the time I was like, that's just so much money. I don't know how I would afford it. And so I decided not to go and I hear stories all the time and I just want to cry and go back in time and book it. Yeah, it was, it was (laughs) the most amazing trip. And I missed Kim because Kim and I are always each other's plus ones on these trips. And so I had these big rooms and every time I walked into a new room in a new city, I thought, oh my goodness, Kim would love this. Look at this. We even have two beds. We don't even have to share a bed tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, but yeah, people will follow suit. Like another example, at the time of this recording, we were getting ready to go to Chicago. Brittany took the initiative. She sent us an itinerary and said, hey guys, Southwest Airlines is having a sale, so I booked for Chicago. So we do have a few tips for travel. And me personally, I have a huge long list of all of the places I want to go. I pretty much just want to go everywhere. So a lot of the time, sales dictate where I go next, not necessarily the destination. I have so many destinations. I just look whenever I get an email saying that there is flights on sale. I just look to see where all the destinations are and kind of see what the best deal is. And I just book the best deal. Yeah. So we're not partial to any one place. What place on the list of places that we want to go is on sale. And that's how it becomes the next destination. And that's how we went to China. And that's why we're going to Chicago in October. Yeah. I had the best sale out of San Diego for that one, didn't it? <laughs> that's so excited for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chicago is a lovely city that I want to go to. We haven't been there yet. Stay tuned for the episode soon to come. Coming at you live from the breakfast buffet. Yeah. It is my dream to do a, a podcast recording from the breakfast buffet. But that, that was really it. You know, the, there were a bunch of sale places and Chicago is on the list of places to go, but not high on it. So 
we don't hold out on where we're going to go just simply because, no, it's not someplace I want to go. If someplace is cheap and you can fly out there on Southwest sometimes for $49 or cheaper, why not? Yeah. So for example, too, we're going to Arkansas in November and there was actually really cheap flights to Dallas and Dallas is a four hour drive to Arkansas and we are leaving on a Friday night and doing our flight to Dallas. And then we return home on a Monday morning before work. But at the same time, while we're in Dallas, we're going to be able to visit my sister. We're also going to be able to go to Arkansas and visit Hot Springs National Park. And we're also meeting up with our friends who live in Oklahoma that are meeting us out in Arkansas. Um, Friends that we met on our trip to China. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we met them on our trip to China and they also traveled with us to Japan. So I feel like we're really getting a lot out of that one weekend getaway. Yeah, we actually did that too when we went to Bryce Canyon National Park and we stayed in Vegas and we had to wake up at like three in the morning to return the car and get to the uh, airport and then fly back and go straight to work, which was brutal, but worth it. You know, the hardest part is waking up, but once you're actually woken up and maybe have a coffee, it's all smooth sailing from then on. Once it's booked and you have to do it and you're committed, what else is there to do but do it? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, another tip is leave on Friday nights. So we've already talked about this a little bit, but uh, it's one of the easiest things to do, to do a quick weekend getaway, you know? Even if it's not a flight, I mean, how many have we gone on where it's been a road trip after work on Friday and we've driven somewhere within California or we're fortunate enough to be close to Arizona, Nevada Mm -hmm. and make our way out there? I mean, we drive after work. Yes, there's traffic, but we have Saturday pretty much all of Sunday and budget the drive time for Sunday to be back on Monday if it's not a flight. If it's a flight, we come back on that Monday morning. Oh, for the Grand Canyon, we drove eight hours. I think we left a little bit early that day, but still, it was pretty much... 4 p.m.? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's early. (laughs) That's early for us, guys. Yeah. But yeah, it was an eight-hour drive, and then we even had an hour change by the time we got there, so we lost an hour, Mm -hmm. but we rocked the trail the next day. Yeah, and it's not to say that we won't take a Friday or Monday off. We do do that as well. Just one day off work. It's no big deal. We also really look at holiday weekends. So if there's a three-day weekend already booked in the calendar and you don't have to take a PTO day off, we're definitely mindful of that and use that to our advantage too. Especially when you want to go to Mexico. We live really close to cross the border into Mexico, into Tijuana, and travel into a different country that way. So we've gone to Mexico City several times. We went on, I think, a Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was my birthday. And it's and not a U.S. holiday there, so the flights aren't expensive because of that either. Yeah, and it's a domestic flight, so it's so perfect. We just crossed over the Cebex crossing station, which is like this airport terminal from San which, Diego. by the way, did you guys notice how much they raise the price they yes. did when it they used first to be $12 op- I know I know but uh, yes they have seriously raised the price but they've gotten so much more organized that's true yes now and that then, we don't have to fill out our own information they can help like fill it out for oh, us oh on the computer, on the computer too computer. Yeah. so for some context when Zaina said CBEX that stands for cross-border express and what it really is is a airport terminal to the Tijuana airport that's on the United States side. So you basically enter from the United States 
cross a bridge into Mexico and you're directly into the airport. And you can only use it though if you have a flight within the next 24 hours. Pro tip though for crossing because they've raised the price, if you buy a round trip, cross there and cross back together, you'll get a discount. Yeah, I remember being in line to cross and this is before they got organized and it was just, it was chaos on a Friday night. Uh, The people in front of me actually drove there from Los Angeles because it was such a significant savings to fly domestically in Mexico than from Los Angeles to where they were headed to. And when you go on these weekend trips, you should always just pack a carry-on bag. I mean, there's no point in packing a checked bag because then you waste a lot of time at the airport waiting for your bag. Paying the fee. So when we go on weekend trips, we always travel with a carry-on. Yeah, I think it was... When we went to Vegas this last time, they took our bags. Or no, it was Mexico City. Mexico City. And we were like, we were like about to cry there on the tarmac. Like, what? You're going to take our bags? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they said there was no room left in the overhead bin. So as we were boarding the plane, they took it from us and we had to check it. But in that type of situation, you don't have to pay the check fee yeah. as if, you know, you're normally checking it in. you still have to wait. And the you time still have to is wait. of the yeah. essence on these short trips. Of course, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. So you guys know that I love a good deal. And so there we do have a few hacks to make travel cheaper. For example... I love reserving hotels that offer free breakfast included in this day. Before you get further in that topic, can you just tell us about the last time we booked a hotel and you found out it had free breakfast unexpectedly? (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us about that. Okay, so where were we, guys? We were in Bryce Bryce. Bryce Canyon. I had booked a hotel in Bryce like a year in advance because I really, really wanted to go, and it was like the perfect right time, and I was just waiting for the ticket for the flight to go on sale. So we get to the hotel that I booked at, and they're like, we don't have your reservation on file, and I almost shit myself because I was so (laughs) (laughs) offended that they lost my booking. Well, it turns out that because we booked so far in advance and they they filled up, they moved us to their sister location, which was like an upgrade. Across the street. And it was across the street. So we go across the street, we check in, and they tell us that free breakfast is included, and it's a breakfast buffet. So once a guy tells me that th- there's a free breakfast buffet, I leave the key to the hotel room inside and I run out to the car with Kim and Zena in the car. And I'm like, guys, guys. From our point of view, we're, me and Zena are waiting for mom and dad to come back with the keys. And Brittany's like flailing her arms around. <laughs> like, I, I think it's, we're like, what the hell is wrong? We're like scared. And she flings open the door and it's like, oh my God, guess what? We, we got, got a free breakfast. breakfast and then we're so excited because the hotel was actually quite a large one. It was like a lodge. So, I mean, where the check-in was, you may want to drive to the the front door of the hotel of where your room is actually located. And the bellhop actually had to come running outside to catch us because he's like, you guys forgot your key. Brittany was so excited about the free (laughs) breakfast that she left without grabbing the key and he had to run out to the car and catch us. And then when she told us, we were like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, we're like yeah. cheering and and that was a dynamite breakfast. I mean, it those biscuits. Oh, yeah, the biscuits wow. and gravy were some of the best biscuits and gravy that I've had. But nonetheless, the hotel that we originally booked was within our budget of what we wanted to pay for that weekend and didn't include a breakfast. We got upgraded to the nicer facility with the free breakfast. But normally we do 
try if we can to find a place that includes a breakfast whether it be continental or not and if it, it's at an affordable price um, we've it, gotten really lucky with some good ones mm-hmm. too yeah it definitely helps save at least for one meal of the day and that way you could put the money towards somewhere else on that trip or even towards the next and you, you know, know we're four people <laughs> so uh even if it's a seedy hotel we're four people and we've got a guy yeah <laughs> speaking of four people we like to get cozy just as well and on at least on the weekend getaways, another thing that we do to save money is we definitely share a room. I mean, well, we used to. Oh, <laughs> that was some shade at me. Oh, Kim calling out Zena. Kim calling out Zena. Well, on the so, last Mexico City one, Kim wasn't quite committed yet, for whatever reason. I don't remember. As my grandma was going to be in town. Right. Okay. I knew it wasn't because you didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Something else. And. Zaina had booked a room and she got really excited about it and basically was like, mm, well, I wasn't expecting you to come and I want the room all to myself now and made Kim get her How own room. How fun was it though when you were getting, because we went to Mexico City for a wedding and to have your own room to get ready and... Yeah, I got ready naked and that was pretty cool. Right, it's so nice. <laughs> but for the most part, when we travel, we're four of us in a room, two double beds. I mean, Kim and I, we've shared toothbrushes <laughs> several times. <laughs> we share beds i mean it, it definitely gets a little crowded but we're all really Short good friends time. you're my sister Zaina. Brittany's my wife kim i consider family yeah it's not a big deal and it's like why would you get two rooms and pay the extra money especially for such a short amount of time if it's longer like a week long i can see it but the short weekend getaways great travel tip to save money yeah if and tra- if you're traveling right you're not going to be in your room very much anyway very i was true. just going to say that for us we don't even use the room except to shower and to sleep by the time we get back we're ready to crash anyway yeah so the other tip is we're four people that travel together and that reduces costs significantly so if you're going on a solo trip more power to you but find a squad, find anyone that's willing to go. Because if a hotel room costs $100 with four people, it costs 25. You have to be careful, though, on who you do choose, because just because you're really good friends with one person (laughs) doesn't mean that you can travel with them. We're very lucky that we're like minded and we travel well together. But just because someone's your best friend, it doesn't mean they're going to be your best travel. We have a whole episode we're planning to talk about travel buddies. And just stay tuned for that one. It'll be good. <laughs> and as we talk about sharing the room, I mean, we also rent cars, we split gas, um, and then we pretty much pay for our own meals. But splitting those shared items helps reduce the cost significantly. And I think, you know, we're lucky because, again, Jamal and I are brother and sister. And I think because we know each other all so well, because we've traveled together so much that I think that when you do split costs, um, you just have to be careful who you're doing it with, right? Because sometimes you don't always (laughs) get your money back. Yeah, There are people, I have heard many horror stories of people that they're like, oh, okay, you get the cab and I'll get you back. And then you never get it back. I think we're just really lucky that us four get along so well in that sense and that we've got each other's backs. Which is usually why I take the initiative to book the trips because I'm like, all right, they're going to go. They're going to pay me back. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to book it. Oh, and if you are taking the initiative, book a hotel that has a free cancellation policy. Yeah, I usually do uh, book a hotel that has a free cancellation policy or even if I book an Airbnb I try to do one that 
is flexible so that we at least have time to look at the location and the reservation to see if it's something that we all want to do together. I always trust Brittany, though. I don't necessarily need to look at it because fun fact, when Brittany and Jamal moved to San Diego, Brittany got the apartment that me, Jamal and her would live in for two years. And I signed the lease before I even saw it. Brittany drew like a little bit of a map of what the layout looked like. And I said, "Okay, sounds good. So we signed the lease and then they gave us the keys and I got to see the apartment and it was a phenomenal apartment. And, you know, I just trust Brittany. It served us well for two years. Yeah. And one of the biggest expenses that you can get when you travel is actually eating out. You know, you don't have the luxury of having a kitchen to cook your meals or anything like that. So definitely it can add up. But one of the things that we do is if we can, depending on the location, an Airbnb is sometimes equivalent to the cost of a hotel. It will have a kitchen so you can prep at least your breakfasts, buy things to refrigerate, make sandwiches. But when we're in hotels and we don't have that opportunity to do that, we at least hit up the grocery store to buy snacks, whether it be fruit, granola bars, things like that. Instead of sitting down and having full meals, we obviously do (laughs) have full meals, but the snacks go a long way versus just sit down restaurants all the time that can get expensive. Yeah, the snacks are key when you're out adventuring and you just like are starving. You don't want to have to stop and go find a place and get something and constantly be buying things like be stocked and ready. So last thing we want to cover about how to travel often and how to afford it is probably the most important piece in all of it, and that's planning it. Brittany knows a lot about this. Mm-hmm. I always book vacations very far in advance because I want to look at the options. I want to get a good rate, and I always book with free cancellation policies. So if I see a better deal later, I have the opportunity to cancel the original reservation and book something better. For example, we haven't booked this yet, but we've been planning Lebanon 2020 for like two years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And we know it's going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. We just haven't booked it because we've had other things that we've booked first. That's how far in advance we book our trips to make sure they happen. Once you're booked, you're committed. Mm-hmm. I also book like not just hotels, but I also book rental cars in advance. So let's say we're flying somewhere on a weekend getaway. I will book the rental car in advance and sometimes it'll go on sale later and I'll just cancel the original reservation and there's no cancellation fee. I think we saved at least $100 when we did that when we went to Orlando, right? Yeah, when we went to Florida, we had booked our rental car a long time in advance after we had booked our flights and whatnot. And as Costco members, we could rent cars through Costco Travel and you can rent them without putting down a deposit or anything like that. And a lot of rental car companies do that just as well. I don't think a lot of them do require um, payment up front. But when you get closer to the date of travel, whether it be car rental or even hotel, if you have a non cancelable fee for the hotel, definitely look as you get closer. You may find something cheaper. And a lot of times we've saved a lot of money that way by booking when it gets closer, when we've purchased or pre-booked things that have no cancellation fees. Mm -hmm. And then another tip is figure out the transportation ahead of time. I actually have a fun story about that. I don't think I've told you guys this, but recently I went to Atlanta for a conference and I didn't look up anything about it. I just saw that, oh, I can take the Lyft or an Uber to the hotel. So while I was on the airplane, I sat next to a really sweet older lady and she was asking me how I was going to get to my hotel. I told her Lyft and she said, oh, don't do that. There's going to be so much traffic. You know that they have a subway system, right? And I looked at her and I was like, what? 
what? They have a subway system. So once we taxied our plane, she helped me go online and figure out the subway. She told me what I should do, go here, call the hotel. I completely did not plan anything and she saved me. One other thing story of mine. When I was in Italy this past April, I got a train ticket from Florence to Cinque Terre and bought it the night before. I don't know what happened, but the morning train the next day, it had a layover in Pisa and it was supposed to be a really quick one. But when we got to Pisa, the next train didn't come. So we were like, okay, scrambling, looking on the app at the itinerary. We're like, okay, we can just jump on this next train. But what we didn't know is that the trains are by different companies. So in the middle of that next train, a guy comes around checking tickets and says, you're on the wrong train. You either need to pay or get off. So even though we'd already bought the ticket, we then had to pay another 30 euros, which our original ticket was only like eight because this was like a higher class train that we got on that we weren't supposed to because we didn't plan the itinerary and do our research good enough. You didn't have mom with you. No, I needed her. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you when I was in Rome? I don't think I did. This is like back in 2010. And I was trying to get to a hostel. And I asked, I guess a taxi cab saw me standing there. So he asked me, you know, like, do you need a ride? And I said, no, I'm just trying to figure this out. And he looks at me and he says, oh, that's so far away. You can't walk there. And I looked at him and I was like, really? Because I think it's close by. So just trust your intuition. Because in the end, we negotiated $20 for him to drive me and then it was really around the corner so he totally <laughs> totally saw me coming and watch took me yeah another tip <laughs> watch for scammers and trust your intuition yeah i mean that just goes to show even us sometimes i don't want to say necessarily like heirs but i know we give advice you sometimes, live and you learn you live and you learn sometimes people get the best of us just as well in certain situations like Zana described there but. couldn't even be mad <laughs> couldn't even be mad man he saw me like, coming another quick tip about planning out a vacation we've done several vacations in kind of remote locations where you might not have access to Google Maps or it might be offline. So I typically do download the offline map in advance so that I can look at where we need to go without being lost, essentially. (laughs) Offline maps come in clutch. And they work in different countries too. So if you download the country that you want to go to or the area you're going to be staying in a different country, download it before your trip so that you at least have that to look at and reference while you're away. Awesome. So we're about out of time, but do you guys have any other travel tips or advice that you can give before we part ways? Don't let your fear make the decision for you. I know we talked a lot about groups traveling, but you can do it on your own. Just make sure that you do your research. I traveled a lot by myself in my early 20s. I'm very grateful that I have a squad now, but don't let excuses hold you back or the excuse that you don't have anyone. Yeah, I just feel realistically that making the priority to travel is half the battle. Once you've made the priority, whether it be to save or specifically make the time or not have excuses, the travel will come easily to you. And I just want to say one last thing. Brittany did mention about, you know, we used to in the past open credit cards that were having promotions of zero interest for 12 to 18 months, sometimes longer. That's definitely a very useful thing to do. That way you don't have to pay for a trip all up front, but just be mindful to not do something like that if you're not going to be able to pay it off within that amount of time, but it definitely gives you good amount of time to pay off the trip slowly. So you don't have to worry necessarily about budget constraints in that moment. 
travel dad always being the responsible one always <laughs> all right guys well thank you so so much for tuning in again and listening to us today i hope that you enjoyed learning about some of our travel tips and i hope that you got something out of it most of all i hope that you start traveling more often please subscribe to our podcast and definitely leave a review and let us know what you like and tune in every travel tuesday for new episodes from us the travel squad and if you aren't already be sure to follow us on instagram at travel squad podcast make sure to pack your bags because next week we're going to sequoia and king's canyon national parks Woo! i can't wait yeah. Yeah.